and welcome to Letters from the Road, stories and encouragement from your traveling friends, us, Jamie and Clay Schumacher. Hey, friends. Welcome to episode 11. Today, we're talking about getting older. And speaking of getting older and the number of the number 11, my favorite number is 11. And uh, it's because when I was a kid and I lived in the Seattle area, the Mariners were were obviously my favorite team. And my favorite player was Edgar Martinez, the DH. I know, I know. The DH was my favorite player. He was so consistent, such a good hitter. <laughs> anyway, Edgar were 11. Uh, so that is why 11 was my favorite number forever. I just thought it was because your birthday was in November. <laughs> I mean, that's true too. But no, it was, it was mostly that. I like repeating numbers. I think I wore 22 in soccer in high school. Huh. I, just, I like... I wonder if there's some science to that. That's really interesting. You like repeating numbers. Yeah, like anything in multiples of 11. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I like odd numbers. Uh, so a tangent to start today. Uh, really what did... numbers do you like? <laughs> <laughs> what are we drinking today, Clay? Oh, right. We do that thing on here. So uh, you better be ready for it to get a little wild again. Because we're drinking tea. We're drinking tea. Uh, yeah, if you if you listened to the trees episode, I can't yeah. remember. Is that number four? Uh, it's number f- five. Five, I think. Yeah, if you listened to trees, that was the last time we both had hot tea for tea for a drink on the podcast, yeah, which for we have Sunday today. night cocktails. And um, we have a new tea, actually. Yeah, this is exciting. Uh, it is exciting. It's so exciting! It tastes like candy. I mean, it's really good. It's it attracted so. We got it at Pike Place Market, mm-hmm. and it is from Market Spice Tea, established in 1911, specifically in Pike Place Market. Uh, it is cinnamon orange tea, and as soon as you walk past the place where they fl- throw the fish, it's like right back in a corner it right like there. Assaults your senses. The smell of this cinnamon orange tea. <laughs> yeah, at least and a bunch of other spices that day, and so yeah. they but were... it's like their signature tea. It's so good. Oh, it's delicious. So it's it is naturally and artificially flavored because um the cinnamon is like red hot's candy. It's <laughs> Which is not the only cinnamon tea we've had before that has that flavor. Yeah, I um really like the Harney and Sons hot cinnamon spice. Mm-hmm. I drink that a lot, especially if I'm like if I have a sinus infection or something like that. It uh, makes you feel good and all warmed up when you're not feeling great. Ah, uh, but the orange mixed with it is it's just really good. Mm, it's delicious. I this love is it. Our second time drinking it today already. I know. <laughs> We're gonna go through it really fast. I we just got have like two boxes. I just got a box of bags because you know RV. Yeah. Right. But man, I kind of wish I got more. Yeah. <laughs> it's really good stuff. We might have to figure out how to order it. Yeah, I don't think we have time to pop back into Seattle tomorrow, which is. Where we are. Where we are. So well, technically we're on Bainbridge Island. We are, yeah. So we are very close to where I lived when I was a child and lived in this area. We're on Bainbridge, Bainbridge Island, uh, which is a ferry ride across the sound from Seattle. Mm-hmm. And we went into Seattle yesterday. Took which the ferry was, over. We did. It was like the same ferry that I took when I was a kid. It was kind of funny. And we just walked on the ferry and walked around Seattle and kind of did a little walking food tour of the city <laughs> yeah, more or less well the uh the kids wanted to go on the great the oh you did the ferris, ferris wheel, wheel that and that's newer there. that hasn't been there forever yeah i I had never done it before yeah i didn't sure. i did not go on it why not 
I don't like Ferris wheels. Yeah, I know. But why? Because I feel <laughs> anxious on them. Yeah. I really don't like that they stop. If they just, there's no way for them to keep going because they have to load people. But like, right, exactly. when I get stopped somewhere and it like rocks back and forth, I just start to freak out. And this is kind of a, you're right, it is a newer Ferris wheel. Yeah. Which is cool, but, and, but it's also a little weird. Like you're in like a glass car and the doors close. And like when the doors close, it like seals you in. Like all of a sudden, the like loud bumping music that we were dancing to was just like, oh, it's really quiet. And yeah. it's like, all we, we're just in this quiet car that, that, you know, our two kids and me. It's the weirdest thing. They sell alcohol to have on the Ferris wheel. It's like, it lasts 10 minutes. I think you could probably go without for that. I don't know. It's well, kind of like an evening thing people go do. I think so. It's, it's like you go on a date or whatever. But, you know, it's weird because they have signs everywhere that's like, oh, you know, alcohol not allowed in cars where minors are present but then <laughs> but then like people want to take their kids on the ferris wheel yeah and it's a it's a whole weird thing that whole little minor what was it called minors something minors or, landing yeah yeah it was it, it had seen better days i i have i thought i had done all the touristy stuff in seattle and i had never seen that before it was not fun. It was fun, it was fun it. though. We had a good time. We yeah, the kids seemed like they were having a great time. But they both wanted to go, and that was Joe. So when we go into a city, we try to let the kids each pick a thing, mm-hmm. like a restaurant or a thing they want to do. And it's usually something like grab ice cream or something like that. And mm-hmm. Joe, uh, our little one, wanted to go on the first wheel. So we saw it from the ferry, and she's like, "I want to do that." It was great. It was kind of expensive. So I don't love Ferris wheels anyway. And I was like, well, I don't want to spend money to just be miserable. <laughs> so I'll sit out and watch. But it was fun because I got to see you guys go by. A few oh, times. I know. We waved at you every time. I know. It was fun. Took some good photos and videos. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. Yeah. But so, we also did Ivers. Yes. Iver- so Ivers is a local chain fish and chips place. And it's not like the best fish and chips you've ever had in your life it's fast food but it's good it's like good fast food fish and chips oh yeah for sure and they do clam chowder too like a really good clam chowder solidly good clam chowder Mm -hmm. so we got some fish and chips and chowder as soon as we got off the ferry because there's like it's kind of the there's a sit down place too but like the fish and chips stand right there right as you get off the ferry is kind of like the thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you, you go feed the seagulls. That's the thing. That's so gross. So, it was so, so weird. Gross. I've never seen a place before. They that like didn't... encourage you to feed the seagulls, which I had forgotten all about. I don't know if that was always a thing or not. Oh, Jojo loved it though. Yeah, she did. So we did that and then we went over to Pike Place Market because you had never been to Pike Place Market. Clay hadn't. No, so... I think it was my third or fourth time coming to Seattle. Yeah. Um, but I'd never gone to Pike Place Market before. Yeah, I think we had always kind of, man, I love the market. It's got a fun vibe to it, and there's lots to do there. Yeah, There's actually, like, a ton of shops there. Oh, yeah. Super, like, busy. It's always so crowded. Yeah. And it was Memorial Day weekend. We're still recording this on the Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. Mm -hmm. And it was insane, because there was, like, two cruise ships in port, and it was, like, (laughs) it was just a lot. Yeah, I mean, we were trying to stand around and watch them throw some fish. Yeah, we did get to see that finally. It was funny, though, the guy, <laughs> for a while, just like, they they play it up. But, like, oh, yeah. they know it's a sh- they're everyone's just there to watch them throw the fish. 
Yeah. It looks like, like very good fish. It's oh, I'm sure expensive. it's great. It's <laughs> it's very expensive. And like if you're if you're there from a cruise, you literally can't buy the fish. I mean, you could buy it and have them ship it home for you. They or ship something. it, yeah. They ship but, like, a bunch of the stuff. If you're on a cruise, place. you might not be home for another week. That's not going to work. Yeah. So like, <laughs> most of us and and us too, oh, like we're not we weren't going to carry a fish around with a us kid, all day, and we would go to Pike Place. It was literally to like go hear the people playing, you know, street music, and mm-hmm. uh, just be there and watch the fish being thrown and. You know, maybe you pop into a couple booths that have like crafts or something like that. Joe got a flower. <laughs> oh, it was so cute. Oh my gosh. So yeah, we walked past this flower stand and I want to get a flower. I want a tulip. I want one tulip. And but she wanted to spend her own money. It was like $2 a tulip. Mm-hmm, but she didn't have any money left. I said, I'll get you a tulip. We walked back up to it after we'd kind of done the first circle. Joe and I went back to the flower stand and, uh, she said, can I please have a tulip? And they said, how many tulips? She said, one, please. <laughs> they just, they smiled and they wrapped up one tulip and then a few peonies as well and handed them to her and said, for you, it's free. <laughs> she came back out so excited. She's, she, she kept trying to give them money anyway. She can't say peonies correctly. She says punies. Punies. And she's mm-hmm. like, mama, I got you some punies. <laughs> <laughs> it's the cutest thing. Oh my god, we had the best time there. It was just really crowded, so we didn't get to do as much as like maybe we would have wanted to. But it was still really nice. I think yeah. we all just got a little overwhelmed after a while. But yeah, we popped totally. into like a little book bookstore kind of area around there, and then we like went and got um some dairy free cookies, mm-hmm. which was fun. So yeah, you know, and then. We decided we were going to walk over to the Space Needle just because our friends had never been to Seattle before. And we thought, well, you mm-hmm. got to kind of walk by the Space Needle. And then in the Seattle Center, there, there's like the Pacific Science Center and the Children's Museum and a bunch of museums and stuff. So it's kind of a cool place to go, especially if you have a couple of days in the city because you could spend one day kind of like doing the museums and stuff like that. Totally. But we ended up just like kind of running out of time i guess <laughs> by the time we got over, out of the market we were kind of like walking towards the space needle and we we're like does anybody actually want to do this right now <laughs> I, don't, so, I don't know if we ran out of time as much as ran out of energy, energy yeah and so because it wasn't like super high on our list because we've been up the space needle before and it's cool but it's not something you need to do like a bunch of times mm-hmm. and there were you know the other family we were with they just didn't no one in their group really wanted to go up to the top of it. So we're like, well, right, we saw it exactly. from the, you can see it from the ferry, you know, it's, it's cool. And that's an, it's still a neat area of Seattle to visit, but you know. Totally. And actually there. what we realized later and kind of too late was you can ride a monorail over to it. Yeah. Which would have been really fun. Yeah, we could. I, and I knew that. I did. Like I knew that from. I had no idea Before. there was a monorail in Seattle. <laughs> you, you've been there. You didn't know? No, like, I never been, rode the monorail. But you've been like in the Seattle Center and seen it, I swear. I don't think I've seen it. Okay. I'm I'm pretty oblivious sometimes. <laughs> well, because the Space Needle and everything is from like the World's Fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Anyhow, but anyway, they have like, it, the monorail just goes from like. West, West Lake Center. West Lake Center to the Seattle, Seattle Center. Center. Yep. And that's it. And it just goes back and forth. Yep. But. It's nope. it's an experience. 
We didn't do that though. We thought about it, but then we kind of retired by then. We ended so up getting we, ice cream and coffee. Yeah, it's a, you know, so Grace wanted ice cream for her thing and we love salt and straw and that's like a Pacific Northwest staple. So mm-hmm. we found a salt and straw and walked over there and then we went to the, fir- we, did, we walked by the first Starbucks when we were at Pike Place Market, but we went to the first uh, Starbucks Reserve, which I had never actually really fully experienced a Starbucks Reserve <laughs> until yesterday. Uh, yeah, I mean, we'd popped into the one in Palm, in Palm Springs, Springs when, when we were there. there. Yeah, because it's downtown there. But we never, I always just got like regular Starbucks stuff mm-hmm. when I was there. I never did any of the reserves. And it was, stuff. it was like a very small one. Yeah. So the reserves, a lot of them have a bar in them and they have all this stuff. It's, it's, it's odd, but kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It was again, very busy because Memorial Day weekend. And it was like also perfect weather in Seattle and like 70 degrees and sunny oh i know it was gorgeous i mean it started out cloudy oh yeah it was cloudy and i was actually kind of grateful for it because it's been so sunny and kind of hot almost like oh it's cloudy i'll be great for walking around when the sun came out which is still amazing but everyone's out and like having a great time because it's the beginning of summer so we waited for like we waited like 40 minutes to get drinks at the bar but they're really cool like interesting drinks so you had the comparison flight with the cold brew the like age what was it it was bourbon barrel aged cold brew so they aged not the cold brew but the coffee beans in knob creek bourbon barrels for i don't know how long and then Brew the cold brew from that. And then they just give you the bourbon. Like, so take one sip of the bourbon, take one sip of the cold brew, you know, that type of thing. But it was just, I mean, the bourbon was good. It was just not Creek, you know, like get into the grocery store type thing. But I mean, that cold brew, like I wanted to take that home. (laughs) Yeah, that was delicious. And I had the black and white Manhattan, Mm -hmm. which was just like a regular Manhattan, but with like this really rich coffee flavor to it. It was delicious, which made it kind of, it cut the sweetness of what a Manhattan can be sometimes. It's just like a little oversweet. Yeah. I was overall though, like, hmm. The layout of the that particular Starbucks reserve was really frustrating. There it was wasn't enough seating. It was mm-hmm. kind of a pain to like wait in line and order drinks at the bar and then have to wait 30 minutes for your drinks. It was really cool. They were if super, love- all the staff was super nice. Everything was great like that. Totally. If you love coffee or love cocktails or especially if you love coffee cocktails. Yeah. Like, I didn't think I did because I always find them a little oversweet like a, an espresso martini or something. It was a little much for me. Well, so they have the bar with the like alcohol and coffee stuff and they also have like the coffee experience bar. Yeah. And it's separate. So if you wanted to do both or people in your party wanted to do different things, it's like you have to go to the different places and put in orders different, mm-hmm. like wait in different lines and put in different orders. and. Yep. It's and to top it all off, which I didn't know this, they don't have like any section that's like a regular Starbucks. But some a lot of the reserves do. That's what's so weird. Like the but this first one doesn't. Yeah, it's yeah, like so they're, it's get like the, their roastery. The they have like a big. It's huge really beautiful. Drum roaster it's super super cool to too, like go yeah. in there. Like it's it's totally worth like being there. Mm-hmm. Uh, not as kid friendly though, because like. We're like, oh, it's Starbucks. The kids all have things they like at Starbucks. <laughs> yeah, no, we were glad we had snacks with us. <laughs> yeah, we took them to Salt and Straw before we went there, which that was a good call on Abby's part. <laughs> yeah, totally. But that was fun. And then we, after that, we were like, well, we could eat dinner in the city or we could just head back to the campground we all really are enjoying and just eat dinner there. So mm-hmm. we decided to 
could have run back to the ferry and get back on, but we didn't beat all the people coming from the Mariners game. So it was no, a little... there were three sports games going on in Seattle. Yesterday. Yeah, but the Sounders wasn't until later. That's true. Yeah, they they were, were they were getting there as we were leaving. Yeah, for the the football match. Yeah, it was it was no problem getting on the ferry. It was just like you know a bigger crowd of people than we would have expected on a Saturday. But all to say, uh, Seattle's great. You should go if you yeah. haven't. Uh, it was really beautiful, and I think honestly, there's a lot of construction going on on the waterfront. It looks like it's gonna be really cool. As funny as it is, like it, all we did was walk around and eat stuff, but it was kind of my favorite trip to Seattle. <laughs> <laughs> I that I've done. we've done so many cool things in Seattle, though. We went to that jazz club that one time. It was really oh, fun. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shoot. Hmm. And I think it, mm, like two of the yeah, times that... you've been to Seattle has been for like interviews, so that's like not as fun. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But anyway, yeah, no, it was great. And we were really glad we came and we had a mm-hmm. a nice day at the campground and did like a big Memorial Day cookout sort of deal today. So Yeah. It's been that a really good weekend. Fun. Yeah, it's been really good. It's nice to have a you know, we got to be kind of like weekenders at the campground with all the other with like the locals here. It's yeah, a very locals campground. People. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've like been chatting with some of our neighbors and hanging out by the campfire and it's been super fun. So, uh, yeah, recommend this park. Did we say what it is? It's Fay Bainbridge Park. It's yep. just this little park. If you if you're or if you're in a tent or in an RV, that's small, kind of thirty feet or less. Yeah, I think the camp co- camp host has a fifth wheel that's like bigger than that, but like, mm, <laughs> no, it, it wouldn't be easy to. I drove get that in, in here and especially. I <laughs> yeah. cringed a few times like driving it, and I was like, okay, suck it in, suck it in. <laughs> You did a great job. <laughs> there wasn't anything to worry about, but yeah, it was. It was, it was you're tight. like shooting between two trees coming through there. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was tight. It was yeah. really tight. But it was. It's you it's took it neat, slow. You shot the gap. It was great. It was a. It was. It's a. It's a neat campground. I really like it. For sure, you've got like, really just kind of like one row of campsites, but they all kind of face the sound. Yeah, and then there's some hiking camp. Like oh, there's a bunch of tent sites too. There's like a hiker and biker section. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a free for all, and um, it's just got like a good, just a good local vibe to it. Yeah, very much so. Cool, cool playground. Oh yeah, really nice. Very family Kids friendly. Love that like beach you can go play on. I guess we, you know you the weather. Launch kayaks and stuff from there. Oh, for totally. It's not too windy and stuff. Yeah. Actually, the the weather yesterday would have been really nice for the beach, yeah. but we ended up in the city. Yeah, it wasn't as beachy today, but it was still really a nice place to be. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So yeah, uh, and it's a. I would say it's kind of a good gem of a place if you need to bounce into Seattle for a day or two. Well, that's was, yeah, that's kind of why we picked it. Mm-hmm. There's some RV parks on the other side of Seattle, but they're a little bit more challenging. It's like you're driving in, you know, instead of just popping on the ferry. So that was why we picked it. Yeah, but anyway, it worked really well. Today we're talking about getting older, which is a really funny thing to talk about while I'm sitting out like in an area that I lived in when I was a child and realizing that was 30 years ago. <laughs> so, uh, I've got, I've got a, funny, like just yesterday. I have a funny story from yesterday that we can share in the, in the second half about that. <laughs> so, yeah. And with that, we will read the letter and we can get into it. Sweet. 
Dear friend, yesterday I had a humbling experience delivered at the hands of a very cute, very innocent child. They are very good at these things, you know? Maybe you've never been humbled by a child. My darling youngest, as I was tucking her in and kissing her head, asked, What are those marks on your face? It took a bit of decoding to figure out that she was referring to my smile lines. I said they were wrinkles. This conversation followed. Little one, horrified. I hope I don't get wrinkles. Me. Why? I kind of like them. They mean I spent a lot of time smiling. Little one. They make you look older than you are. Me. I'm not super young. I think I look my age. Little one. I think you look like 60. Ouch. I mean, actually, I just had a good laugh, but I think I've earned my wrinkles. I'm happy to sport them. If they are a record of all I've done and seen and how I have grown, I will wear them proudly, even if a seven-year-old thinks I look 60. I used to live a life that was constantly trying to appease someone other than myself and also other than my husband or children. Getting older, at least for me, has meant running out of fucks to give. It's amazingly freeing. I sometimes wonder how unstoppable I might have been at 25 if I had even half the confidence I have now. Paring down life to minimum stuff and maximum joy has meant having less time available to worry about what others are thinking of me. I'm not perfect and I'm not even sure I'm trying to be anymore. Running out of fucks to give is such a joyful experience. I simultaneously am nearly the heaviest I've been and the most comfortable in my body I have been. I am unemployed, not by choice, but enjoying my days and working more than ever. I am living a life that people who I used to think were my biggest cheerleaders very vocally disapprove of, but I'm living it and loving it anyway. My body, my days, my life belong to me for my enjoyment and for those I allow in who do not judge or criticize, but support me even when I make a stupid decision like buying an Airstream when I already own a fifth wheel. Getting older is such a privilege and a joy most days. Watching the wrinkles form, the white hairs crop up, the weight settle in places it never did before. I am finally happy with what I see. A woman who finally accepted herself enough to trust her instincts, to live a life she wanted instead of what was handed down. I hope we all get older this year, like really get older. I hope we embrace it and love it and dance into it. May you also run out of fucks to give. See you down the road, Jamie. I love getting older with you. Oh, that's cheesy, but I'll take it. It's true. <laughs> I was looking at that picture today that we were talking about in our last episode uh, about birthdays. If you guys didn't listen to that, it's a picture of Clay and I, or Clay and me, sorry, when we were... Uh, 15 and 16. <laughs> so we've been together for a long time. We've gotten... It's adorable. We've been getting older together for longer than we haven't been. <laughs> so. Wow. When you put it that... <laughs> I mean, I guess I know that, but like when you put it that way, that's funny. Yeah. yeah. That picture's from 22 years ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, once we got to 30, yeah. it was like, oh, okay, well, we've been mm-hmm. together half our lives yes. now at this point. <laughs> Yes. So, yeah, part of our story is we met in high school marching band. Yep. <laughs> we've grown we've grown a lot together. I think that's part of the fun of getting older, right? Is you get to 
especially with other with someone else or with other people is you get to see people hopefully change and grow i I think it'd be sad if we didn't yeah that's exactly that's part of it i mean we're all growing and changing and getting Mm -hmm. older and like i don't know it's like (laughs) okay when you're a little kid it's easy it's fun you're like oh i'm this many you know (laughs) right but then you got like i don't know your typical teenage milestones Mm mm-hmm yeah, and they, I, it's like so true that the years go by quicker the older you get, right? And then you turn around and you're like, wait, I'm going to be 40 in a couple of years. Yep. But yep. I'm so looking forward to it because I think each decade has been, you settle more and more in, at least I think if you let yourself and if you pursue growth, you kind of settle more and more into yourself every you know decade. You kind of become more of who you want to be so i become more set in my ways i no, i don't think it's that i I mean it could be i think it does turn into that for some people i think more it's like for me anyway it's as i get older and as i grow and it's you know it's like the funny way of saying it is like running out of fucks to give right but it's Mm -hmm. it's the kind of pursuing what feels right and true to you for your family and for yourself and your priorities and kind of like stopping caring what everyone else is telling you is the right thing to do. Yeah. And like that gets easier, at least for me, that gets a lot easier the older I get because part of getting older is like realizing you have the benefit of perspective. Mm, Totally. And I think that is that is where a lot of it comes from is this like benefit of perspective of you know kind of like you get just more life experience and you get more things to compare things to and you meet more people and you hear more stories and you take more in and you start to get this perspective of kind of knowing what's more important to you and being able to figure that out and knowing who's really like there for you hmm. and and kind of what is going to matter to you in five years, right? Oh, gosh. I don't know what's going to matter to me in five years. (laughs) I do. I do. I think I do what's going to matter to me in five years. I think I know what's going to matter to me in 10 years. I think what matters to me doesn't change that much anymore. Mm, I guess that's a good point. Yeah. When you think of it like what's going to matter to you, I mean, like, we kind of have our core, like our family. Yeah. Like our sense of adventure. Yes. Yes, I have. Yes, I have a whole letter about a sense of adventure being a core value. Yeah, <laughs> so, there's a funny story about that, but yeah, it's that's really core to us for sure, and it always has been. I think that's something we've always talked about. Totally. But as far as like actually taking that core value and acting on it, is not something we've always done. No, and it's funny because like even before I ever thought that we should have kids together. Mm -hmm. I thought that we should explore the world together. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right. But it's so fun to do it with our kids. Oh, gosh, yes. No, I wouldn't wouldn't change that. I'm not saying that at all. No. No, but I think, you know, and then I think you think, well, I can't do that with kids, right? That's a a common thing. Mm -hmm. And it does look different with kids, but it's so fun to take kids places and to see things through their eyes. Yeah, I think like... Oh, gosh, it's the best. But it's like we have this, maybe we've come back to this 
attitude and and kind of the best decisions of our life have had this attitude of hey like let's just try it we can fix it on the road <laughs> like you know yeah what I mean? yeah I th- you always say this thing and i think th- again this is like the benefit of perspective right you always say this thing that's like what are we gonna regret more mm-hmm. like not trying or trying right mm-hmm. and and most of the time you regret more not trying and so at least if you're a type seven like me <laughs> Most of the time you're going to regret not trying. And so it's like we go try things and it doesn't. And I think that there's comfort in the thing, in the fact that nothing is permanent, mm-hmm. that nothing has to stay, that you can always change things. Mm-hmm. And so, and that that's where that you get that kind of, I, it's so much less anxiety to try things kind of for me anyway, the older I get, because I know that nothing has to stay that way forever, that mm-hmm. it'll change eventually, probably whether I want it to or not. And that I can enjoy things as they are for a season and not have to like force it. Yeah, that's really beautiful, actually. I mean, like, we all have, we don't know how many seasons anyway. Right. We're all getting older. <laughs> it's, well, it's, it's, I mean, like, I think it goes without saying, but like, getting older sure beats the alternative. <laughs> this and fire's only going to burn so long. And I, <laughs> And I think that, man, we need to celebrate it a little bit more. I think there's so much in like beauty culture and things like that. And I, and yeah, the letter gets to that a little bit about getting older, that we kind of try to hide it and we try to like pretend like we're younger. And like, I don't want to be who I was when I was 25. Like, she was okay, but like, <laughs> this is better. Like, I mean, our 20s were great. Oh, they were awesome. They were so awesome. But like, I was a lot less secure. I was a lot, I mean, I was skinnier, sure. But like, <laughs> yeah. Like, I, Me too. I think those are and, like, and, but we try so hard. There's so much money made. And and I'm not shitting on if you do these things. It just societally, I think it's an interesting thing of why do we want to do these things in terms of like Botox or other or fillers or things that we kind of do to try and reverse the signs of aging. And why is that what we consider beautiful? Why don't we consider it beautiful to be middle-aged? Why don't... Mm -hmm. Like that is beautiful, right? Totally. And I, I... and I, I have to rewire my very brain sincerely, that. very sincerely. I think that you're more beautiful all the time. <laughs> right back at you. Oh, I thanks. I think, it, but I think some of that's just like being together so much and liking each other so. Much. Yeah, I know we're sickening. It's and gross. Clearly, I know. clearly, we have everything figured out but at I, the age of thirty-eight. I but I okay so <laughs> but the, for you. there's this dichotomy right of like understanding all of that and feeling mostly most of the time very comfortable and confident but also every once in a while seeing a picture of myself and being like i don't recognize her that is not what i look like right because i still in my brain think i look like i did five or ten years ago sure and like especially in the last five years i don't know if it's like pandemic stuff or if it's weight gain or if it's like just a combination of things but i, I feel like i look very different than i did and it's a little hard Hmm. It's, and it's a little cause hard because like, I don't think I like identify with who I see in the mirror sometimes. And I can understand that disconnect and trying to get back to who you thought you were. 
Yeah, yeah, totally can see that. But I don't know, it's like living together all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and like looking at you every day that it doesn't like you, you are you. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. <laughs> You're not a different person. Right. It's just like every once in a while I see a picture. I'm like, wait, that's not mm-hmm. what I look like. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Well, I mean, I'm, I, but then heck, I, I look try a to lot like, different now my, but, myself. You know? But then I try to zoom out and say, she's beautiful. Like, I'm happy about that. Like, I'm, oh, I'm happy with how I look. Like, I am happy. Yeah. But it, I have to like zoom out almost to like a third person because I and try to be like, what if I saw this picture of a friend or somebody I follow on social media and what would I say about them when I say, oh, she's let herself go or, oh, she really needs a haircut or she should wear different clothes or something like that. And no, I would say she's having fun. I would say she looks confident and strong. I would, you know, I wouldn't sit there and, and like worry about those things about somebody else. So why am I worrying about them about myself? Right. But it's hard because I think, especially for women, but men too, and and in other ways, you get this, especially around aging for women, you get this stuff put on you that you're like supposed to do. You're supposed to cover your gray hair. You're supposed to, you know, maintain the same weight you did when you were 25, which just probably isn't realistic for a lot of us. (laughs) And like, and like, and what are you giving up in pursuit of that? Yeah, it's not healthy overall, I don't think. Like what do you what do you give up in pursuit of these things? I think is a worthwhile question. What are you spending how much time and energy and resources are you spending on trying to like you know, stay how you were? Mm-hmm. Well, and and should that be the goal anyway? Right. I don't want to stay how I was. I mean, like I you don't said, internally, like, like so I don't know why I would externally, but I do feel that pressure. Hmm. Yeah, I gotcha. It's like that that ideal that gets forced on us, like you're saying. But like, <laughs> especially when your kid tells you you look sixty. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe it. that's so cute. But like, it was the cutest thing. Funny. She's sweet, or mm. not sweet. Sorry, we don't use that word. She's <laughs> she's very kind, and it wasn't said to be harsh oh no not at all <laughs> but she also was like i don't want to get wrinkles it's like you're seven you don't have to worry about that for a while and also they're fine you'll be fine you'll wrinkles, be fine wrinkles I are promise. fine it was funny because like when okay you're talking about in our 20s mm-hmm. i think in your 20s you simultaneously feel like all of a sudden you're like completely grown up and you like know everything mm-hmm. <laughs> But and also, like, you don't know anything, and also, yeah, right. Like, you realize also, no one knows anything. You're still well. That's what I was gonna get to. Oh, yeah. sorry. It's okay. You're still trying to figure out so many things. Yeah. And I don't know. At some point along there, and for me, I think it was more like around when I turned thirty. You realize, like, oh, no one. I don't suddenly have all the answers now. Yeah, there's that. No one else ever had all the answers either. <laughs> Right. There's that, uh, man, that song is such a jam lately that we've been listening to. Uh, It's Joy, I can't think of her last name, and Noah Khan. We're all going to die trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's such a bop. It's it's a good groove to it. And you're just sitting there going, yeah, we're all going to die trying to figure it out. (laughs) But it's kind of true, like we were killing ourselves. But it's not a a sad song. No. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So we're always trying to figure it out. Yeah. Right? I think that's the idea is like no one ever has to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But like we were trying so hard. Yeah. To figure everything out. Yeah. When stupidly. Yeah. That wasn't, that shouldn't have been our goal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you get better at understanding. At least we have an understanding like we don't have forever. And so what are we going to do with the time we have? And how do we want to like, what is, what does that look like? And what do we want for our kids in terms of that? And our family in terms of like, what's the legacy? Like, I don't know. Like it sounds silly because we're only, you know, approaching 40, but you know, midlife, whatever. Right. What's the legacy you want to leave? And what... Yeah. And what is and not in a stuffy way, but you know what? What are the things that you care about? And is it is it you know looking really young? Is it those things? Is it something else? Um, well, I know we're gonna leave a podcast or eleven, oh, <laughs> at least eleven episodes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're gonna leave. You know, I. Mm, gosh, what I think about when I think about for our kids and what I hope we're teaching them in terms mm-hmm. of like aging and stuff and, and just um, kind of how that approaches and our, how that affects our approach to life. Because nothing will make you feel older than you're realizing how old your kids have gotten. Uh, if you don't have kids, oh, that's just, a, it's a truth. We have uh, a teenager now. Yeah. But I think when what I hope we're kind of teaching them broadly is to kind of seek out what's true for them to not let other people dictate including us yeah uh dictate what they should do you know in terms of career choices or education choices uh and or life choices or life choices yeah and to kind of you know Try and live as free from other people's expectations as they can. Yeah, and that we're here to support them. Oh, 100%. And I care a lot. I just don't want to impose expectations in most realms. Like the expectations I have of my children are to be kind, mm-hmm. to be inclusive. Mm-hmm. Like those are the expectations. Love one another. To, those are the expectations in our household. Yeah. Be generous. Mm-hmm. But in terms of other things like you know, I think there's an expectation to to give a good effort to academic work it's probably a pretty good high value in our we want to be able to like communicate effectively a good effort but not too hard <laughs> I th- yeah I think it that can get overdone <laughs> uh, trust me I know I'm well aware <laughs> It's like, did you try your best? I mean, well, hold on. Let me revise that. Did you try enough? <laughs> yeah. Did you, are you, ha- I think a good way to ask it is, are you happy with your effort? Yeah. Are you, ha- are, are you, you happy, happy with, with how it? you did? Yeah. Are you, are you happy, happy with, with this? And like, yes, is an okay answer. Yeah. <laughs> Even if it's like, I got to be and I didn't have to work that hard. That's fine. Man, in school, I was the master of min-maxing amount of effort versus, like, value of output. Meanwhile, I thought that the harder you worked, the better person you were. And so... 
for myself anyway. Mm. And I see you were judging me a little bit. Yeah, ah. of course you know that. <laughs> Mister, stay up all night playing video games, show up to school in pajama pants. I was there, falling asleep in class. I fell asleep in class because I was up all night doing homework. You were not all the time. Not all the time, but a lot of times. You were up all night talking to me. <laughs> no, I was not allowed on my computer after I got, <laughs> got caught emailing after curfew. Oh, yeah, that's it true. Was before we had, well, we had cell phones, but we didn't text message. I didn't have a cell phone. Not, I guess senior year you got a cell phone, right? Mm-hmm. I had a cell phone, but it didn't. Yeah, I mean, I guess that was like, that's like one of the getting older things. <laughs> getting a cell phone? Getting a cell phone. What were some things for you? Oh, like what made me f- feel like I was mature or something. Yeah. Getting my own car was a big thing. Yeah. My big, my, uh, my Zuzu, my 89 Zuzu Trooper that I paid $750 for. I loved that thing. I think the freedom I felt like having a job and having that car and being able to like go wherever I wanted to, I mean, within reason, right? Like I was still a kid living yeah. at home with my parents, but like basically being able to go wherever I wanted, buy what I wanted, like, and, by what I wanted, I mean like <laughs> clothes a lot of times, <laughs> but like video games. Yeah, oh, no, for, that, was that, just was, me. that was you. That was you. I bought mostly clothes, but like buying clothes without like my parents present and without having to like get approval for the clothes I was buying, which was always a challenge um, when I was trying to shop with parents and stuff because. Yeah. I think I felt so old the first time we went on a day trip together. Oh, yeah. I felt very, like, mature then. Not old, like, bad. No, like, like very, like, very mature. Grown very grown up. <laughs> yes, yes. We, like, drove to Galena. We went antiquing. We did. <laughs> and, took, and, 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 like, in taking pictures. We've pic- always and, been old. We went antiquing. I went and got, um, like, I collected, like, some old suitcases. And I think you got some vinyl. Mm-hmm. And we... And uh, took photos in took the snow. Took black and white photos. <laughs> Man, is if <laughs> anyone guys. is surprised at what we're doing right now, like just like trying to remember all this stuff. This is who we were like. When there we were, is there's a clear a, line. There's a common thread that I think some people probably see very clearly who have known us for a long time that we didn't see. Seriously, yeah. Well, I think, and that's what, like, in our 20s, we spent so much time, and I guess I'm skipping back from high school back to our 20s, but, like, so much time trying to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. Because we, like, okay, well, we know what we want to do, but we have to, like, figure out what we should do. I think it was partially societal and partially Mm -hmm. a little bit, like, from the religious background we had of, like, there's this constant need to deny yourself right and i think that that there's a healthy amount of that of like sacrificing for your partner or your family like mm-hmm. compromising i think is a better way to put it but of of like yes like you can't be completely self-centered your whole life <laughs> like that's like right. kids are because of like self-preservation and like that's kids and like you grow into like being able to understand other people's needs and figure that all out and how that all works together that's called growing up that that and that's part of getting older too right but like you you can't just only do what you want to do but i think never doing what you want to do appropriate either and so it's like you almost think about like well who cares if you're happy (laughs) like happiness is not the goal Mm. 
like maximizing money is the goal maximizing uh but no one would say that uh, out loud but that's exactly what it is though it's maximizing money it's maximizing societally approved opportunities for your children Mm. right so like making sure they can go to any college they want to go to making sure they can get on any sports team they want to get on Mm -hmm. um gaining influence gaining yeah it's like well and and there's always this like oh well i couldn't have done x y or z based on my background so i want to make sure my kids have those opportunities and i Mm -hmm. when i first got into private equity i was you know surrounded by a lot of people who not in my particular job like where i was working but like a lot of people i met and working with like they all had like ivy league mbas right and that was like they weren't necessarily often or smarter than me like you know they wouldn't have necessarily had like higher test scores or anything like that i'm not that that means how smart you are but anyway i digress like you know it's like you realize it's just a set of circumstances and opportunities that let people get to those places a lot of times, along with other things like hard work and things like that. But it's like you have to have all of those things aligned to get those kinds of opportunities. And but I was like, oh, I really want our kids to have the opportunity to like get as far as they can and do as much as they want and go to these schools. Mm-hmm. And then I think somewhere along the lines, I was like, no, it's okay if they're just regular. <laughs> <laughs> What is regular anyway? Yeah, no, and they're not just regular because there are kids and they're wonderful. Exactly. And like, yeah. <laughs> and they have a unique life experience and they're unique people. Yeah, we're, but like, we're, our kids are going to have no chance of being, regular. quote unquote, normal. <laughs> we, we got out of normal. But it's, but it's okay if they don't have every opportunity because some of those opportunities, and like, I can't make them have every opportunity and that's okay. Mm hmm. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like um, uh, always that's not there are realistic. Trade-offs. Always and, there are trade-offs. Yeah, and it's not. It wouldn't even be good so anyway. What that would be you, overwhelming. What are you maximizing? What are you minimizing? Right. Mm-hmm. But like, I got caught in this mindset for a while of like they have to go to the best school, like best on paper or best on what you know what everyone says is best instead of like what's mm-hmm. the best fit for them. Yeah, right? we spent because- a lot of time before our kids were old enough going to school, looking at houses that were. Yeah. <laughs> In the wrong school district, and then being like, "Oh, we can't, oh, we can't go one. there. That's not in the right school district." <laughs> when we have like a baby on the right? way, right? Well, then we moved into like the quote right school district, and it was fine, mm-hmm. but it was a huge school and like huge classes, mm-hmm. and we moved within the the same district, but to a much smaller elementary school, and that was had quote a, unquote not. Like, it was not as good, right? It was it was not rated as high at all. Well, it was completely off but yeah no it was but it was like definitely like not the oh you go to that school right right right, right. exactly and it was a much better experience for our family Mm -hmm. it was a much better fit and so (laughs) yeah it's not one size fits all no and and you can't man you only have so much say in what your kids do anyway because they're their own people Mm -hmm. but Oh, gosh. <laughs> that reminds me of something that happened in Seattle. What happened? What was it? Oh, we were walking down the road with our whole big group. Um, oh, I remember. Yes. Well, down the ahead. sidewalk. Yes. And these two ladies walking the other way are probably 10 years younger than us or something. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I just overhear them saying, like, oh, I wouldn't let my kids take over the whole sidewalk like that. 
<laughs> just thought to myself, like, mm, yeah, I used to say stuff like that. Right? It's like, you don't have kids. <laughs> Maybe they do. I, I don't spend know. spend much time with them. I don't know. Are, do we try and tell the kids to not take over the whole sidewalk? Yes. Were they playing around with their friends? And also, it wasn't very busy. Also, yes. Like, in that specific area, in that instance, like... It was a huge wide sidewalk. <laughs> we weren't, yeah, we were fine. We it were, fine. we were just walking. We happened to be a large group. Yeah, it's fine. I get being a little annoyed at it, but I also don't know what it hurt. They were able to get by. Um, uh, yeah, they weren't pushed off the sidewalk. It was. Fine. They didn't even have to stop. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's silly. But no, I just thought to me what I took from that was like. Oh, yeah, wasn't that funny when I used to think that, like... Oh, my kids won't do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. your I'm, kids are going to do I what they de- do. I am deciding that my kids will do this, and I am deciding that my kids won't do that. And yeah. it's like, okay, well, you can have rules for your children. You should have rules for yes. your children. But, oh, man, I should not try and control every little thing my kids do. No, it's not healthy. And That would be real bad, too. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. They're their own people. They're autonomous beings. Yep. And that's beautiful and wonderful and challenging. Totally. Totally. And it's like, uh, man, we butt up all the time between the things that like, it's like inconvenient for me. (laughs) But like also like, well, like for instance, Jojo loves to cook. Yes. And I love cooking with Jojo. But it's a it's a chore. It's a little more work, right? It is, and it's totally worth it. And yeah. oftentimes we do. Sometimes I'm like, make dinner. I can't. I can't yeah. tonight. You know, I just. I, you're better being patient about that than I am. I sometimes you just don't have the time, though. Yeah, yeah. But then, if you do take the time, and often enough, you end up with a 13 year old who can make a whole dinner. That's true. Oh, exactly. And and gosh, I should say, you know, you also have to take a step back sometimes and say okay i'm telling myself i don't have the time why is that what's yeah what about actually i would have the time if i just let myself have the time like what's the actual rush here i'm, I'm just hungry i can have a yeah. snack <laughs> can i tell you another funny story from seattle that's slightly unrelated but sure, a little bit yeah. related to jojo telling stories about my age yeah apparently she and abby were walking as we were going across this like bridge and they were trying to decide how old the bridge was mm-hmm. if they'd been there when i was a kid or not or something like that and jojo goes well if it was as old if it was here when my mom was a kid which was like 30 years ago it would have rust and dust all over it <laughs> and it doesn't so <laughs> it must be newer our kid is very smart very <laughs> observant <laughs> that like, makes a lot of sense <laughs> God dang. <laughs> she understands that this it's, is a, there is a, a 30 years humid, isn't that long for a bridge. It's a humid environment. Fine. There I would don't... be rust. There would certainly be dust. <laughs> I got rust and dust, guys. <laughs> oh, are you a bridge? I, I like bridges. Bridge, bridge over trouble. <laughs> um, no. Uh, Anyway, I thought that was a funny story. If funny. Kids are funny about that kind of stuff. And I think when you're a kid, you you think about age in a certain way and think, oh, I don't know what I thought about being this age or about being older than this age. Like, 
Except that I, I think I thought, wow, that'll be boring. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite things. <laughs> that another Jojoism that Jojo says is, I don't want a job like you have that's just looking at a computer all day. But I love that. Oh, no, I love it's great. She and says that because it's like totally. very true to her. Exactly. And it, yes, I w- this wasn't. I wasn't saying that's wrong. No, it is funny though. No, it's funny, and it's like I, I don't. I don't want a job where I stare at a computer all day. I want a job like I want an action job. I think that's great. It's when awesome. we when we first were all home, for, I'm like me too. <laughs> so at the beginning of the pandemic, uh, we were all home together for the first time, really ever, because we just had never all been in the house like during weekdays like that. That wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. Clay worked from home or worked from a co-working space. I worked in an office. Grace went to you know to elementary school and we had preschool a few days a week for Joe. That's kind of where we all were at the time. And we had <laughs> we were all together, you know, and so it was just funny. It was the first time the kids had really seen me work. And I think it was, was, I can't remember which kid, I think it was the older, but she was, you just are on the phone and you just talk to people all day. Yeah, you're just on the phone all day. You just talk to people all day. Is that, how does that work? And she didn't say, how does that work? It was just, just like, wow, that's, you know, it's kind of the implication. That seems kind of boring. Yeah, totally. (laughs) And I really enjoyed my work. It wasn't, I didn't find it boring at all. I was like very animated and having a good time talking to people. Yeah, and she's more into some of the things that I was into mm-hmm. at that age, and mm-hmm. that you know, at least right now, yeah. um, that got me into the job I'm I'm in that I most days like. <laughs> jobs are just jobs too, so it's, totally you don't are. have to. It doesn't have to be your job. Doesn't have to be your passion if it lets you do your passions, uh, which is a thing yeah. that I learned later. But I also like. It's a, it's the, the pro and the, it's the balance of that, right? Like it doesn't have to be your passion. Also, it should allow you to do your passions. And if it doesn't allow that, then find something else, even if it's also not your passion. Yeah. That's, it's hard though. I think it is really hard. It's super hard. Because isn't it convenient if it can be? (laughs) It's, it would be. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is now for me, but like also, can you call it a job if I'm not getting paid? (laughs) There are a bunch of different jobs. Yeah. Yeah. One. I, I think it can change so much too. And, but I think that, and this goes back to some of the other things that some of the letters have been about too, is the getting older and the not giving a fuck and the, I'm not, you know, I think if that sense of self, that sense of self and that sense of like self-worth not being tied to things like really that are external validation mm-hmm. and, not being tied to, and therapy helps a lot with this too, I should say, mm-hmm. uh, not being tied to your work or other things like that. Yeah. That really aren't that important. Like when you. Your value is not measured by your paycheck. Is, no, or your career title. Mm-mm. When you die and people say things about you, like I, like, I don't want the thing people say about me is like, oh, she was a really good investor. <laughs> Right? Like, I mean, that'd be great if I was still doing that, I guess. But also, like, 
I would rather there be other things top of mind. (laughs) Right, exactly. And so when you think about, I think if you take that perspective of like, we're all going to die trying to figure it out. We're all going to get out of here. No one's getting out of here alive, right? And so Mm. each year you move towards that and we don't, none of us know how long we have. Mm -hmm. Each year you move towards that. Well, what, what's that like thing you want people to say about you? I think is the thing I think about sometimes of what do I want kind of, that to be and Hmm. realizing that that's not related to my career at all is really freeing yeah absolutely no i just had a thought or like like, my money or my house or any of that stuff or my skin or yeah my weight none of it yep none of that stuff it's none of it what is it i think it's kindness and community and joy and stories um are important to me and mm-hmm. it's gonna look i mean it's gonna look different for everybody right like it's not like everyone should have the same answer to this mm-hmm. i think it's just probably not depending on what your career is it's probably not like your career at the top of the list yeah i mean i guess like but I think I could see I could depend. see your career being at the top of the list if it's something that like you're very passionate about helping people mm-hmm. or your and, art or... or art or and I I think that could rise up there for me too you know writing or or or, or things like that but it's just it doesn't have it doesn't have to be your career yeah and I also think that there is beauty and value in any kind of work. Mm-hmm. And, but that doesn't have to define you. Yeah. Yep. Framing it like, what do I want people to say about me is really interesting because partially. It doesn't really matter what people say about you. Well, yeah. And like the thing that I've had to unlearn as I've gotten older is caring about what I think people say about me. Like if they're, (laughs) I guess what I think about is like people who care enough about me to like come to my funeral, what are Mm. they going to be like reminiscing about? Mm -hmm. Yes. Those are the things that I'm thinking about. Not necessarily like what is so-and-so going to say about me, but much more like people that come to the, the celebration of life and they're hanging around telling stories. Like what stories are they going to tell? Yeah. Totally. what are they going to all be like, oh, yeah, that, you know, like mm-hmm. that. Those are the like, what what feeling do you leave people with? Yeah, I want people to feel like they can come hang out with me at my campfire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want to be someone who makes people laugh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that, 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 that is a little bit vain, I will say. Like, that is a little bit like, mm, I still kind of care. What people about think. what people think yeah of me right and yeah. it's like be but because hopefully you know yeah there are there are cheap laughs and i i you know <laughs> bad I, I have been known to crack a dad joke here and there and and really everywhere but oh God. <laughs> but but it's i mean really like i just <laughs> I want to make the people around me happy and not because like I am satisfying their needs although that is a good thing. Yeah. But just like I want to make people's days brighter. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Definitely. I want 
I think I want to make people think about things. Mm-hmm. I want to have like thought provoking discussions. I want to encourage people to do things that excite them. Totally. And, you know, and, and kind of find their truth, what makes sense for them in their lives. And that that's not all the same for all of us. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that unsubscribing from the suburban dream home life doesn't necessarily mean subscribing to exactly what we are doing. Right. And, and, right. And so like finding, but I want to encourage, I want to encourage people to, you know, do what's right for them. And I think I want to, yeah, I want, I want to be known to be loyal. I want to be mm-hmm. known to be kind. Mm-hmm. Um, even if I am decidedly blunt. Uh, <laughs> well, I hope we can like, yeah, I think what you're getting at there is like, uh, want people to realize they don't have to chase the American dream. They can chase their dream. Yeah. And that maybe America would be a little bit better off if we all did that. <laughs> but that's my soapbox. One might, one might wonder. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, and hmm, it's interesting because um, chasing your dream sounds selfish, right? It it sounds kind of capitalist. <laughs> it does. It does. It, but <laughs> it depends on what your dream is, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, I think, man, in the truest sense of like a free market or something, it is. It it works, right? Because it's like mm-hmm. maybe we're not all trying to maximize the same things, and that's why this all works out okay. But if we're all trying to maximize money, it's just cutthroat competition. Um, anyway, I think yeah, this isn't the financial advice. Episode. It is not, and it's not helpful anyway. <laughs> I just—it's related in that I think that you know we talked about like you don't win a prize for dying with the most pennies in your pocket, mm-hmm. and we're unlearning how to like. You know, like making sure like we're not prioritizing that all the time is tough. I think we backslide sometimes. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. <laughs> but I'm grateful for the trajectory that at least I am on and that we are on in terms of getting older. I'm delightfully headed towards, you know, embodying uh, Frankie Bergstein from Grace and Frankie, which is one of my favorite shows. Such a great show. Uh, oh if you're not familiar, it's Lily Tomlin's character, and she's just an artist and just the just in her own space. Totally. But also a good friend and a kind person. A hundred percent. That seems the goal in a lot of. <laughs> Something to aspire to. I, I just I even love her hair. It's like curly and crazy and great it is i can see um, i can see you with some frankie hair yeah well my white hairs are coming in real curly nice. <laughs> we'll see how it goes i love it i love it i love white hair i do i'm gonna too. say like white hair is pretty sweet yeah yeah well i've got a ways to go yet but i i think it's fun 
Eating older is fun, I think. It's it's hard to. It's hard to, especially, you know, aches and pains and things like that and all that <laughs> like, stuff. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm like huffing and puffing up this hike we did the other day. Well, we kind of ran up a small mountain, but... It was only a thousand feet. It was. It was. It wasn't much. But it was... We did it, you know, fairly quick for us. and mm-hmm. We hadn't done anything like that in a while. and uh, it, But it was fun. And yes, I was like, oh man, I'm a little out of shape. I, but th- that's okay. It takes a little longer to get back in shape every time I try to get back in shape for something that I want to do. And when I say in shape, I'm not talking about like looking a certain way. I'm talking about like, I want to climb. want to be able to do the things I wanna you want to do. I want to climb this grade of boulder. Or I mm-hmm. want to hike this hike. It, that's what I mean. Or I want to paddleboard. I, those, mm-hmm. That's why I care about being in shape. Mm-hmm. So the, yeah. <laughs> It, it's a little harder, it for sure, but it's also easier to be like patient with yourself and grateful for the ability to do what you can do. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, so it, it's there's like the the pro and con of that for sure. It's not all it's not all sunshine and rainbows. That's for sure. But I think everyone knows like the the quote bad part. I guess what's your least favorite part of getting older? Hmm, what is my least favorite part of getting older? Um, well, let's see. Uh, right around when I hit my 20s, all of a sudden I couldn't have much dairy anymore. And that's only gotten <laughs> worse. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's real. Um, yeah, so that sucks. The hangovers from like one glass of wine. <sighs> what is the deal with that? It's just like if you time it wrong and don't have enough water i think or i went like i like not even tipsy but somehow hungover in the morning i know it's like oh my gosh like (laughs) one drink or two drinks and then the next day it's like oh i feel like crap yeah how i don't know it's it's not great it's why we're drinking tea i think a lot of it is also like because i eat too much (laughs) that's yeah the the food is that's an that's a thing. Um, yeah, I can't eat the greasy food that I used to or the spicy food that I used to as much. That's yeah. for sure. That's a that's a downside. Oh, I I think I eat even spicier food. Oh, you probably do. <laughs> but there was a I don't know what and it, it's not spicy food that kicks it off for me, but there was like a a solid year where I was taking Tums not daily, but like on a regular basis. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but that was that was not a fun part of getting oh, older. Oh no, no! I I needed to get my gut right, Jamie. Oh God! You know you what? Needed to discover kombucha. Actually, not gonna lie, kombucha is great. <laughs> you can you can over kombucha. You can <laughs> you gotta, definitely you gotta dial kombucha. it in just right. <laughs> like one a day is too much for me. I don't know if it's too much for you, but it's too much for me. About every couple days, kombucha keeps you regular. Oh God! Now I sound old. old. Oh my God! (laughs) Uh, But I'm happy. (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I'm trying to think of my least favorite part. I think it's like what I was talking about before. Like the, I just like not that my looks are that important or anything, and I'm but I'm learning they're not. But it's still the 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 struggle of like looking in the mirror and like not feeling like I look like myself mm-hmm. even though I'm clearly me and it's all good but that's that's hard for me 
Yeah, feeling like, oh, how did I, like, how did I get here? Or yeah, just, just like, oh, that's that's me. I like, guess. Oh, huh. <laughs> that person doesn't look like the idea of me. I have. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, there's. I, I wonder if a lot of people experience that in a lot of different ways in their life. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not one I can relate to, but it's. It doesn't sound super fun it's okay like i'm getting i'm working through it but yeah. it's yeah that, that's been one of the harder parts for me lately but you know we're talking about getting older we're not even 40 yet but it it, it is like we're, we're getting close to that and it does make you think about it right yeah i'm sure like people are looking at us listening to like, us like these like elder millennials but like Millennial. Right. <laughs> like, right. oh, you're doing an episode on getting older. Okay, sure. <laughs> like, come talk to me in 20 years. Oh, wait. You won't be able to. <laughs> I, but I think that's a, like, I Too don't know. Harsh? Maybe a little. The things that we're talking about are things that I think I do want to carry forward. And it's like, yeah, I don't mm-hmm. have it all figured out. And I think embracing the not having it all figured out is definitely like, part of it and so I think I want to continue on like the path that we are on yeah I think like it's funny because the older you get the more you realize you don't have it all figured out and it doesn't matter yes yeah so what matters is not things that you can like measure yeah I mean like okay so the things that I'm glad that I've learned that I've gotten better at what like I'm not better at math I'm (laughs) not better I might be better in some ways at computer programming but like I mean (laughs) in some ways your mind gets less sharp as you get older too right I'm definitely starting to realize that yeah but like I think I've learned how to be a better dad Mm-hmm. Maybe a better partner. I mm-hmm. hope. Yeah. And I mean, um, you were already so good that you didn't have very much to learn. Sure, sure, sure. Right. I think we've gotten better at communicating as uh, as parents and as a couple. I think we've both gotten better at being more patient mm-hmm. in general. Um, there. I mean, we're not perfect. Oh, God, no. Better doesn't mean we're there. Right. I think we've gotten better about uh, deciding as a family things that are, like, what's important to us and what we want to do. I think we've gotten better at a lot of things. I Personally, I've gotten a lot better at, like, navigation. (laughs) Like, I've learned some new skills. Navigation is an important skill. I was never that good at it. I'm a lot better at it now. You're great at navigation. I never would have said you weren't good at navigation. Mm, I didn't feel confident about it. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. I've gotten better at, um, I wouldn't say better at it, but like I've learned new tactics for managing anxiety in different situations. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not like that's like a thing that's ever like solved, but. I have new tools at hand. Yeah, I think I've learned how to better be 
like attentive to other people's emotions mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or not just emotions, but like, I don't know, like be really more like, empathetic. <laughs> yeah, be like an active listener. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's. I'm not better at video games. <laughs> I'm the... not better at running. I'm not better at anything like that. And I, I will never get better at this <laughs> Than I was ten years ago, probably. Yeah, exactly. I mean, in, like in some ways, right? We're better at rock climbing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, like, there's some things that are probably harder too. Yeah. <laughs> One of the proudest. Better at hiking. Oh, totally. One of the proudest what? Oh, <laughs> one of the proudest and also most um, humbling things for me is uh, when our older daughter got to the point where she can routinely beat me at Mario Kart. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. It's, Ouch. <laughs> it's tough. <laughs> Let I was never very good at it, so it's fine. Yeah, I've gotten better at like listening to myself. Mm-hmm. To kind of bring it full circle, I think like I've gotten better at knowing what I need and voicing that. Like in like mm-hmm. in small ways, like to you, and and then in bigger ways, like as far as like decisions and things, and not trying to just do the right, the quote right thing that is yeah. like actually oh, the right thing for us. Yes, yeah, I think I've gotten better at um, being a listener. Mm-hmm. Yep, being supportive. Yep. Um choosing to be loving before I choose to be right. Oh, something you've taught me is, uh, yeah, along those lines of I've gotten better at um, assuming the best in people. Mm-hmm. And, and that's almost like a self-serving thing to assume the best in people. It makes <laughs> yeah. you feel so much better and so much happier if you can tell yourself a story about why someone did something that assumes the best in them. Yeah, totally. Even if it might not be true. <laughs> it really doesn't choosing, matter if it's true. Choosing to believe it. <laughs> Almost always is better for you. <laughs> right. And not in a superficial way. I mean, no, it seems like, like you're like lying way. to yourself, like, oh, rose-colored glasses. But like, no. no, it makes you a better person too. Yeah. If someone cuts you off in traffic, they're in a hurry because they have, um, you know, a medical emergency there or a family emergency they're trying to get to or... I mean, little things like that, and then big things too, obviously, but like, just like little things like that, you start to like realize that if you can tell yourself a reason why somebody did something that is a reason you might do that thing, Mm -hmm. (laughs) then you start to think, Mm -hmm. oh, you just see people as like a little bit more human and it also makes you less miserable. Kind of like a tongue-in-cheek way to talk about that, Um, but that I learned, I think... (laughs) Someone brought it up at work at one point. It's like, don't assign to malice what could be described by incompetence. It's so true. <laughs> so, and it's like, okay, incompetence is still like not great, I guess. But like, you know, if you can say like, oh, well. They just didn't know better. They're not being mean. They just don't know. Yeah. Like, you know, that's something. Yeah. So, anyway, I think to just 
wrap it all up mm-hmm. for the third time for the third time i i think this has been so such a joy to talk about and we've been excited about it because it's just so it's just such a like a blessing and privilege however you want to put it mm-hmm. to get older and to enjoy it and i feel really lucky to get to do that and to have you uh alongside me yeah i love getting older with you like i said i love watching our kids get older together oh it's so fun no well not just watching it's much more active than that but you know what yeah I mean. that's like a whole other topic but it, kids kids are fun when like the older they get in a lot of ways so true they can beat you at Mario Kart, though. They are. So they're always fun, but like it's just, it's they're great. It's really fun. It's a fun stage right now. So, anyway, thanks for uh, going on that journey with us, and I uh, let's let's all celebrate getting older this year. Yeah. Thanks for joining us, friends. We're glad to have you here. Thanks for talking about getting older. We would love to hear any stories you have about getting older or things that you've learned over the years. Yeah, please share. Yes. We love Where can they share? <laughs> you find our letters and interact with our posts on Substack at lettersfromtheroad.substack.com. You can also find us on our socials, on Instagram, which is Letters from the Road Pod, uh, on on Twitter, we're LFTR Pod, and on TikTok, we're Letters from the Road Pod. And you can email us directly at Letters from the Road Pod at gmail.com. And there's a Facebook group now, too. There's right? also a Facebook group. Yeah, we'd love to have you join us there. We can, can, you know, like, it's not a group right now. It's a, I need to start a group. It's a page. It's a we page. Have a Facebook okay. page. But I think you can still comment there. Okay. Uh, and come and comment and things. And if we get enough traction there, we can start a group as well. Awesome. I think is what we'll do. But let us know where you want to find us because we're everywhere right now. And we'll probably eventually lean into where the most people come find us. Yeah, you can come play games with me on Discord. That works too. Oh, yeah, yeah, Discord. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know if you need an invite. Awesome. I would love nothing more than to get like a Letters from the Road game night, like online gaming group going. <laughs> and we're all going to play Lords of Waterdeep. Everyone beat me at Mario Kart. It's fine. <laughs> oh, those kind of games. Okay, sweet. All right. Well, thank you for joining us, guys. This has been a treat again to get to talk with you, and we can't wait to talk to you again soon. Until next time, we'll see you down the road. Bye.